Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Day Overthinker Podcast. My name is Colin, and I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If it's your first time listening, welcome. If you're a returning guest, welcome back. This week's episode, and I'm getting back to the weekly episodes, is with Sarah Tysinger, and she is a Quadsidian as well. She's a burlesque dancer. She's a human being. She's also done some stand-up comedy. We had a great conversation about depression, anxiety, and her battles with severe migraines as well. And she brought notes, which is awesome. Notes with a list of helpful tips and things that she does that helps her battle with her mental and physical illnesses, which is awesome. It's always great when people bring that to the table. And I don't think I need to do a bigger intro than that. I mean, the podcast speaks for itself. So let's get right into it. This is my episode number 31 with Sarah Tysinger. to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. Today's guest is Sarah Tysinger. Nailed it. Nailed it? Okay. That was the second take. All right. So we wanted to talk about a couple different things. Sarah and I are both in the comedy community. That's how we were able to meet. And uh, yeah, we both had the same birthday, which we found out today. So that's really cool. And yeah, I just wanted to talk about... uh, Obviously, wanted to talk about mental health, but also just some things that she has done that has been helpful for her that I think will help other people. And she's also a nerd like me and did her research. And yeah, so I just wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of give a little bit of a background, uh, just a brief intro uh, from your point of view. I don't like to do other people's intros for them. It's kind of weird, so... I know you forgot the coolest person in the Quad City. Oh yeah, yeah, coolest person in the Quad City. Thank I will get you. in a lot of trouble for saying that. So. <laughs> I know, it's cool. It's cool. Um, hello, everyone. This feels weird. Yeah, it's it's weird at first. It gets yeah. it gets less weird. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a human. I live in the Quad Cities. Did uh, you grow up in the Quad Cities? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> I did not go far. Um, but yeah, I do burlesque in the area. Um, tried a little bit of comedy i don't know people say i'm in the community i'm like not really i show up and i watch sometimes (laughs) and i laugh (laughs) um yeah the other day you were just like in and out you like did the you're not even irish anymore you're not irish anymore because i'm not i can't even do an irish goodbye correctly because i'm not irish Uh, turns out we just found that out last night so devastating my whole identity has been crushed but um yeah well last night i was interviewing james draper for a new comedy publication that's supposed to be starting. Yeah, so yeah, I've heard about it. We did that beforehand, and then, yeah, I kind of scooted out. But, um, 
You might have also seen me at Spellbound. I teach some classes over there a few times a year. Um, otherwise, I'm kind of just the loud reddish head that's not Irish in the Quad Cities. Yeah. <laughs> it's an adjustment. Yep. Well, you look Irish, so they got that going for you. I, I'm white. You're white, and you have reddish hair. Reddish hair. Reddish yeah. hair. Yep. I look a little angry sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like to drink a lot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's a lot? Depends on the day. <laughs> no, but I but I found out what what I thought the percentage was Irish is actually Scottish. So, oh, it's close enough. God, I I feel like maybe I don't have mental illness. I just have a Scottish person inside of me, like really angry that I keep saying I'm Irish. Ooh. And like maybe that's it. I, yeah, maybe this whole time I've just uh, not had mental illness. I don't know. Yeah, you've just been covering it all up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just an angry yeah. drunk. End of podcast. It's over. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so we talked a little bit before we started recording, and a little bit about anxiety and depression. And is that something that you've been dealing with for quite some time? Yeah, like forever. I mean, I think I was one of those kids who just assumed everybody else felt that way okay. about yeah. everything. <laughs> and and uh, my sister had a kid. Um, a couple years ago, and she had, like, really bad anxiety. I can't remember what it's called, but, like, really bad anxiety. It's a thing. I don't know. Um, that people struggle with sometimes after they have a kid. and Like postpartum? Yeah. Postpartum. It's postpartum anxiety, I think. Yeah. She's explaining to me, like, what anxiety is and, like, what an anxiety attack. And I'm like, hold on. Hold on. Are you 38 and these are your first bouts of anxiety like in your life like I'm very confused are you are you explaining this to me right now oh like what yeah. normal people <laughs> oh god yeah. they're the worst <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah I just kind of thought I don't know everybody kind of had anxiety and um fun fun thing for me is that I had depression too and like I think when I look back on it I'm like yeah that probably was about like fourth grade is about when that started but I didn't actually like put a word to it Nobody wanted to put a word to it. It was really weird. Yeah. I've seen a lot of doctors for a lot of things, and nobody wanted to say depression. Oh, you're just a little down. You're a little sad. Yeah. Everybody feels a little sad and tired uh, sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, just constantly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, yeah, it was only in, like, the last couple of years that I really, like, owned it and put a word to it, and I'm open and honest about it, and I just don't try to hide from it anymore. It just, yeah, it's a thing. So you actually got diagnosed eventually. I think, like, I was telling them. I'm like, no, I have depression. Sometimes that has to happen. Yeah. It's like, because uh, there's so many things. It's like a dartboard. Like, they just try mm-hmm. to throw things at a dartboard and see what sticks, and it's like, yeah, and... One that got thrown around a lot when I was younger, when I got diagnosed with, when I eventually got diagnosed with OCD, which is an anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. is bipolar. And that that was like the the flavor of the year or whatever, or whatever they were doing. Like they were diagnosing nope. everyone bipolar and yeah. there was probably some new medication out that they were pushing. I don't know. Who knows? I could get into conspiracy theories, but I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, there was a while I was treated for bipolar, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't it. Like, yeah. this isn't working. And, like, I've had, like, a therapist since then. I'm like, literally, I just need you to tell me I'm not bipolar. Because now I'd like, I'm like, what, what is happening? There's so many things out there. There's so many words out there. Um, and I think if you're looking for something, you'll find it. If you're looking for a diagnosis, you'll find one. It might not be the right one. 
Yeah. Um, but you'll find one. And sometimes it doesn't need to have a sp- super specific label. Like, I feel like with depression and anxiety, it kind of like, uh, like it's, I actually was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. Oh, okay. So they gave me the major oh, part, whoa. and I was like, you're really sad. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, okay. And mine is weird. Like, I kind of get the seasonal thing, and I kind of get just like random, where I'm just like, why am I not? happy when i everything points to happy when everything everything's going well yeah there's no real reason for it i think yeah that's probably the definition yeah that's (laughs) pretty much the definition of depression because yeah yeah, because people without it or people who haven't experienced it they don't get it like something happens happens in their life like having a child or losing a job or having a really bad job or really stressful job or something like that like sparks that but, yeah, with people that actually have depression, it doesn't take anything. Yeah. Well, someone asked me a couple of weeks ago, they're like, Sarah, are you going through a depressive episode? And I was like, episode? They, what? It's just, it's just one long life episode, I think. Like, yeah, it's it a whole, it's a season, away. more of a season. Well, I'm not, no. <laughs> I mean, it can be, yeah, kind yeah. of cyclical, too. But I think everybody is just, everybody is so complex. And all humans, like everything is so individual to them and their experiences. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, what we eat, the jobs we have, the people we see on a daily basis, everything kind of plays into that. So what was your uh, fast forwarding? Uh, so you didn't really get the proper. Well, I guess you, you just kind of had to be like, hey, this is what's going on. And that was more recently or. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. So um I have, like, genetic migraines. Okay. But then I've also had a couple horse riding accidents where, like, I, I did hit um, and, like, broke my helmet open. Oh. And that happened a couple times. Eh, I've had a few concussions. It's fine. Okay. Um, So that kind of caused some, like, like, like physical migraines because I was, you know, I needed to be adjusted and whatever. Um, But so they were always kind of treating the migraines. Because remember, I thought everybody felt this way. Yeah. So I was now more you're ro- sad. You're just rolling with it. Yeah, I was getting treatment for the pain because I didn't understand like how anything worked. Um, who does? But I was. They kept treating me for migraines. But then along the way, I'm like, it's not. Things aren't working. Things are getting worse. And so then they started treating me more for like the anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the classes of medications kind of overlap. So for migraines, you might take anti-seizures or anti-psychotics. You might try um, anti-anxiety pills. Like, so really I've tried uh, like, (laughs) like just so many, so many things. You've been the guinea pig for a lot of things. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I've had to do that with just, yeah. There's just a lot of medications for a lot of things out there. Yes. And my, my problem is that I am really sensitive to side effects. Mm. So, there would be times like I couldn't even get up to like a therapeutic dose for like I couldn't even take it for the full six to eight weeks that it's supposed to kick in because the side effects were so bad. And so, so we you're like, oh, crap, a, we'll try something else. Have you taken like the 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 genealogy thing or like the test that basically says like how quickly you um, absorb medication? No. And I think it's weird. No one's ever suggested that. That is a thing. And I am similar uh where i quickly 
like, yeah, it doesn't take the full four to six weeks for me before I start figuring things out. Except for with this one medication, I think it kind of crept up on me where I didn't really notice it as much with the side effects, but it was kind of like a side effect where something had to happen. I'm not going to talk about it because <laughs> something had to happen for that to, for me to be able to notice. And I was like, oh, man, that is one of the side effects of this medication. Get me off this medication immediately. Uh, well, yeah, in high school, I mean, like, I was on one that it really wasn't doing much, but she really wanted to try it, and I mm-hmm. gained, like, 20 pounds. Oh, yeah, there's that, too, with certain medications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was, like, crying all the time because I'm 16 and – just gained a bunch of weight and the meds weren't working anyway. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. Man. Being a teenager already is just awful. So, well, in treating depression or anxiety or anything, I think in teenagers is so hard. Yeah. Cause you're going to be a different person in a few years. I mean, you're, I mean, your brain is going to be different. I should say, well, your hormones are changing yeah. all the time. Like the environment you're in is always stressful. I don't know. Teens are always stressful. They just seem very angsty. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I'm out of that. Oh, yeah. And the way they communicate now is so much different than us. I sound like an old man, but it's true. Uh, It's a lot lot more messaging than on the phone. And I even catch myself doing it because it's just easier to text people, you know. Um, But I have friends that are, you know, that are my age and... That yeah, the, like one of my friends, uh, Stephen, who will he hates texting. He will call me and like sometimes it's like I don't have enough time to talk to you on the phone, man. Like, um, because he's a talker. But uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But um, yeah, what happened as far as when you get when you got a little bit older and and because I had a really weird experience when it came to college and. That's when things got really weird for me uh, personally. I don't know if that happened with you, but because that was such a transitional period, and I don't know where you, if you went. You went to college, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I kind of gathered that based on what you said, what you did. Um, I won't talk about it on on air. You didn't even tell me where you work anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, so, did you go to school for marketing? Uh, journalism. Journalism. Okay. Yes. So did you go away for school or did you stay more local? I, we won't specify where you went to school. No, we can't. I went to Iowa State University. Oh, man. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> go Cyclones. <laughs> um, no one says that really, like, super proudly. Uh, well, you know, we're really bad at sports. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Okay. The academics are great. Um, I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I almost, like, didn't go. Like, I freaked out the week before. Ooh, okay. And, like, just didn't didn't want to didn't want to go there's a big big change and then yeah you're be, you're at home for all that time of your life and then you have to go out and yeah and especially yeah Ames is a good two and a half hours away right mm-hmm. I was well I was really scared I think that like I the migraines would get worse and then oh, okay I'd, I'd be on my own mm-hmm. kind of a deal and that I mean you're in college you are on your own it's the first time you're really navigating anything by yourself I mean in my situation anyway oh yeah um, that's how mine was too so yeah that was just kind of scary and, and things did happen that was when I had some of those uh, more riding accidents <laughs> so I had like oh. one in high school that was really bad and then one in college yeah I had a couple concussions and stuff like I said broken bones it's fine ah how many bones have you broken well I actually I've broken the same elbow twice Ooh, elbow. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's yep. rough. 
Actually, yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I just kind of blacked out how I did anything. Like, how did I wash my hair? I don't remember. Like, your elbow's broken. Like, you cannot move your arm. Yeah, and was it, it was your left, are you left-handed? No, no, thank goodness I'm right-handed, but. That's helpful, yeah. at I least. I broke my left elbow twice. I broke my left wrist. That was annoying. Uh, that yeah, was... you still can't do anything. Like. Yeah, luckily, I write with my right hand, and uh, I'm right-handed, but, yeah, it was still weird uh, and awkward for a while, and then you got the smelly cast and all that good stuff. See, I didn't have a cast. They don't do that for elbows. Oh, sling? Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's actually worse, I think. I just had to look at it every day. <laughs> useless <laughs> You're crap, just man. Useless elbow. Yep. So, college, uh, you had an incident with another horse riding accident. Any type of uh, anything that happened mentally or did was college pretty smooth for the most part or fr- oh God, no. so, like, relatively speaking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my, my migraines did get worse okay, um, when I was in college. Okay. And then that made my anxiety really, really bad. Okay. And I just wanted to drop out. And I'm glad I didn't, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still kind of mad about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of got worse. And then we we started the whole, all right, let's try the new medications that are out. But it it just nothing seemed to work. Um, I think the complication uh, with me is that I think the migraines are tied into other health issues that just haven't really uh, gotten a diagnosis. Oh. And that's kind of what some providers have said. They're like, honestly, I think it just it's like an autoimmune disease that just we don't have a test for yet because that's what a lot of the symptoms seem like. Got it, got it. Um, at the time, because I was also undiagnosed narcolepsy in college. Oh. That sucked. Yeah. So. Yeah. It like, was, how bad? Like, you just, like, fall asleep, like, pretty, this happened pretty often throughout the day? Well, it was, so for me, it's more like I get, I have fractured nighttime sleeping is the worst part of my narcolepsy. So, um, unless I take sleeping meds, like, I can't sleep all the way through the night. Got and it. even with the meds, sometimes I don't sleep all the way through the night. Got it. Um, yeah, I tend to respond to people, like, at text at, like, 3 a.m. That tends, tends to be, like, my wake-up time. Like, all right, get back to everybody at 3 a.m. Sorry, guys. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, so the focus is kind of more on, like, getting a decent amount of sleep so that I can have energy through the day. Because, obviously, like, 8 a.m. classes, yeah, I was I was falling asleep. Yeah. I was failing classes. It was bad. I mean, it was like, man, something's wrong. But everybody kind of kept blaming something else. So doctors would be like, oh, it's because your migraines are bad. And we already knew that. We already knew that was a struggle. And then they'd be like, no, you have migraines because you have depression. And they're like, no, you have depression because you have migraines. Oh, and so yeah. I kind of ended up in this loop of, like, nothing was helping. Um, I was just kind of upset all the time. I don't know. I don't know how I did it. I mean, that's kind of why I'm here, right? Because now I'm, like, now I'm older and I have, like, these set of things that have helped me. But in the beginning, you're just kind of lost and everything seems kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're getting treatment and it's not working and it's not working. or Frustrating. Yeah. Very super, frustrating. Super bad. So these were providers in Ames, or were they back home, or did you come back home to? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Tried mm-hmm. both. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they don't always agree. Oh, so you'll that's... come home for the summer, and they'll be like, "Oh, why would, why were they doing that?" Mm. I don't know. Listen, why are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, and at the time, I really wasn't looking at side effects. Like they were just giving me stuff, and yeah. I was taking it. So, and so many side effects. 
yeah. And then, you know, whatever. It's, yeah, it was a frustrating journey. Yeah, it's a learning experience. It's a lot of trial and error, and it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. So getting into more that you've learned and were able to, you know, you eventually got to a point where you have found some things that work, obviously, the perfect formula. I, I'm guessing you haven't found the perfect formula yet, or have you? No, Colin. My life is perfect Your now. Your life is perfect I have now? zero struggles. Everything awesome. is great. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> You're the first one. <laughs> yeah, obviously <laughs> that's not true. Um, <laughs> but like I said, like so I have, they label it treatment-resistant depression. Okay. Um, so I'm not on any depression medication. Got it. Which is super fun, as, as you probably know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're out here, like, you can't rely on meds to make you feel better. You kind of just have to find other things that help you get through the day. Like, I don't know if it makes you feel better all the time, but it just helps you get through the next thing. And that's fine. And find a little joy along the way. And I think that's the important part. So what are your little things that you do throughout the day that you where you find that extra joy from? Like music or... Yeah, I'm huge. Like, I, I love music, and uh, I would prefer to listen to music than hear most people talk. So Yeah? Um, yeah, I've got a lot of playlists. Um, just doing things, like, I think, like a lot of people, you do those things like, ooh, if I can get through the day, I'm going to treat myself with this. Oh, you know, like you a motivator? Of, you Yeah, you promise yourself things. Um, I also have dogs, so a lot of times, like, I, I put a lot of my – um, self-responsibility on that so yeah I have to take care of something yeah 100 mm -hmm. percent um so like there you know a lot of reasons there's a lot of mornings I'd rather not wake up but they make sure I'm up every day at 7 a.m no matter what yeah they have to go outside and they have to eat and that's been a huge huge motivator for me yeah um, I would like to get a dog but my cat would kill it that's uh, it's an issue yeah cats are crazy I mean yeah. I have a couple of those too um, they have not motivated me other than... Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They don't. Not at all. No. Um, yeah, but I do... They could care less. It's true. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean... They care. She cares uh, sometimes. She's noticed a couple things, like, sometimes when I've been down and, like, she's been... She's, like, gotten close to me and been like, something's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, she knows a little bit, so... But, yeah, dogs are way different. They are. So I've been having, like, a weird side effect of a medication, um... Like, I can't, like, feel the skin on my legs. <laughs> that is interesting. Just yeah. your legs? Yep. That's wow. crazy. It's weird. Um, so it's been a couple weeks now. Like, um, if you were to, like, poke your leg, you feel that, obviously. But, like... It's kind of like... Well, it's kind of kind of depends on, on the region. But it's kind of like half coming out of Novocaine. I don't know if you've ever had, like, a tooth worked on. Mm -hmm. um, where you're, like, half in and out of it. Yeah. Where you can kind of feel, but you can't really feel everything, and it's super weird. Okay. It's yeah. like that. But it's been, like, weeks. Um, but I swear to God, Is my dog— Is this a new medication? Yeah, it's one that I was trying this summer. Got it. Which ruined my life. Thank you. So, um, but I swear my dog can tell because it's, like, he, he it's worse on one side. And it's like he sniffs my leg and then he licks it. Like just the one. And I'm like, this is super weird. You've never done this before. But I swear he can like smell like, dude, you're messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's right here. And I want to make you feel better. Yeah. That's, uh, it's strange. <laughs> my cat does not care. No. Cat does not care. Nope. You have one cat? No, I have two. Two cats, two dogs? Yeah. And um, they get along? Uh, kind of? Mostly. Mostly. They're figuring it out. Yeah. 
did you get them all at a similar time or how did did you go about getting because that's the thing with my with my cat I've had my cat for a little over four years and I'm like if I get a dog now I feel like it's just too late like it's too late for her to adapt (laughs) like I I don't know I I feel like (laughs) she's territorial and you know it's it's her house I just live there and pay all the bills and do everything and that feels accurate. That's yeah. basically how it is there. And well, I had my dogs first. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I bought a house for my dogs. Gotcha. I actually got a second dog for my other dog. Okay. And yeah, then... that does work. I mean, that. I mean. <laughs> it. Yeah, and then I bought a house that. for yeah. my dogs, and then I bought a car because my other one, like, didn't fit them in it. Like, listen. <laughs> My whole life is motivated around these dogs, and I kind of hate them. So, but like I said, like you find little things throughout the day to like keep you going. Yeah, or one of them. Yeah, dogs are. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing with cats. It's like you really don't have to do much at all. They're very low maintenance. That's the reason I got a cat, is because I was actually never home, and now I work mm-hmm. from home, and I'm like, I want a dog now. Do you want one? I'll give you one if. No. Oh dang it. I don't. That's fine. Well, that's kind of how I got my cat. Where do you live again? Do you have a yard? Can I just drop yeah. them off sometime? I do have a fence in the yard, yeah. There you go. Yeah, as long as you can't jump that high. It's not a tall fence, but... Ooh, okay. Yeah. It, it's a... We're out. It's a jumpable fence. <laughs> I like how you're like, don't drop your dog uh, off at my house. <laughs> no, I wouldn't care, actually. I like dogs. Most dogs like me. So, I'm, I'm percentage-wise, I think I'm, like, shooting, like, like, 98% like dogs like me. I've had two dogs in my life ever not like me. I've kept track. Well, they'll like you. They'll just drive you slowly insane. Yeah. Fair. If, if you weren't already. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that that's well. already... Yeah. <laughs> we're already kind of there. Yeah, we're already kind of there anyway. Uh, I'd appreciate some some company sometimes with the, with the dog. Because cats, it's all on her time. Uh, like, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm in the mood to, like, hang out and cuddle with my cat, it doesn't work that way. It's got to be on her time. Dogs aren't really like that. Dogs are like pretty adaptable. And they're like, okay, we get it. But do you ever play that game where you want you want to see how far your cat will let you love them, like aggressively? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody does how that when they come over can to. I pet you, and it just kind of gets worse, like harder and harder. The the one of my cats though, like she doesn't have a limit. It just I'm like this. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Like obviously she doesn't start like. Hissing at you or anything? No, she's just like yes, like give me the love. It's really actually really annoying. It's it's clingy, uh, she, clingy kind of love. She's a clinger cat. My my cat can be clingy, but it's very like. She's very like. Um, I would say if you had to diagnose my cat with the with the mental illness, she is by bi- she was probably bipolar. <laughs> Maybe she just has a Scottish woman inside of <laughs> or her. Or she has a Scottish woman inside <laughs> of her. She's really angry. And she thinks she's Irish. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad that came back around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something's going on. Uh, but uh, my favorite thing right now during the summer it, with my cat is the flies or bugs that get in the house. Because she will not sleep until they're dead. If someone slips in, you know. She loses her mind. Okay. Well, that makes me jealous because now I think my cats are not pulling their weight. They should be. Yeah. Dude. I know. They don't pay rent either. Nothing. 
zero. Ungrateful. I actually said that's what got me uh, ghosted on a dating app. I said something about <laughs> yeah, when I I posted about getting ghosted on dating apps earlier, and yeah, the last ghost I got was uh, I said something to her all along the lines of yeah, because uh, it was like kind of like an intro type of thing, and uh, we had been talking like messaging back and forth for like a few days which for a dating app is like decades um and i was like okay and then uh i found out what what really turned things i found out and i don't think he'll care that i said this either I, I, I found out that uh she had already matched and met up with zach vaughn and i was like okay and she ghosted him. And that's what he told me. And I was like, okay. He's like, remember that joke about ghosting? Yeah, that's like about her. I was like, okay. And I was like, well, we'll see how it goes. And he's like, what you need to do is you need to meet up with her and then you need to ghost her. <laughs> <laughs> and avenge, avenge the ghosting. And I'm I glad I get to hear the other side of, of dating apps, man. The male side. It was... And I said nothing inappropriate, nothing wrong. All I said was like a brief intro, like, hey, I'm a homeowner. Like, I was trying to give her the stats, like the good stuff, you know, like uh, the, the green flag yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I have a cat. You know, she lives here, but she pays zero rent. I did say that. And I was just trying to be funny. And she's, I, you know, a couple of my pictures are of me on stage doing comedy because I'm like, I'm going to use that because mm -hmm. it, it's easy thing to talk about or people ask me about it. And, it's a good conversation starter. And that's all I said. And because the conversation was kind of like dead. And I was just like, oh, since you aren't really, because I, I gave her an open window to like ask me, you know, whatever you want to know. Because like I'm pretty open and honest about, about who I am and what I do and whatever. And uh, then I got, I got nothing. So I was like, oh, since you're not asking me questions, here's a bunch of answers that you, and, <laughs> and I was like, whatever. I just threw out, I was like, whatever. I don't really care what happens at this point. Yeah. How did that go? And then the, uh, I sent that message yesterday. Then today I was unmatched. I was like, okay. Uh, I don't think I've ever unmatched. You can unmatch people? Yeah. What? Yeah. Can you tell I don't use dating apps a lot? You shouldn't. They're terrible. I know. I'm on there at like 3 a.m. I'm like, I just want the compliments. Nice. Yeah, it turns out my mental health like hinges on compliments from strangers. Dating <laughs> apps. <laughs> oh, wow. Compliments are great. I would, Yeah, I've, I brought that up a couple times on um, just random. I posted about it. I'm, I've been trying to do more Instagram reels because for some reason Instagram loves to push my reels. And the Modern Overthinker page gets gets uh gets a kickback um it's like eight bucks every thousand views or something nice um so that actually adds up i got like 160 bucks like last month i was like okay there you go living big in the quad cities huge big time there you go quit my job tomorrow no i wish you um, put that on your dating profile <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get paid but i'm an influencer <laughs> yes oh god i will never i I say I'm a create. I say I'm a creative. That's what actually Facebook labeled me as a creative on my Facebook profile. I did not ask for that. They did that on their own. Ew, they, Facebook consent is important. Zuckerberg does not care. No, he's I not bet a he person. Doesn't. Yeah, no, that's true. he's a robot. He's not a real person. 
It's just just watch him. Is it's, I love the videos like f- making fun of him and like him trying to act like a human and stuff. Uh, it's great. Um, but yeah, Facebook made me a creator for some reason, um, which is because I post a lot of random stuff. But yeah, they don't pay me on Facebook, but they pay me on Instagram, which is the same difference. But a couple of my comedy videos took off on Instagram, but I don't get paid for those because it's on a different account. Oh, which sucks. I wish yeah. I would just. I wish I just had one account, but I'm kind of stuck. It is what it is. But uh, we'll get back on topic. Sorry. We kind of went on a rant there. Uh, what was the topic again? The topic being is sad. being sad, as being some sad. people call it. Uh, or as people with depression call it, they call it depression. And, well, sometimes we're just sad, too. There's times where I'm just sad. Things make me sad. Uh, but, yeah. Just being sad for no reason is basically depression. And, yeah, you said you've, over the years, uh, developed some coping skills. You know, you have the, you know, having a responsibility and having uh, things that you know you need to do and things to look forward to are really important. I found that out myself, too, and, like, having things scheduled and things like that, so... What are some other helpful tips that you have brought for us? Yeah. So my biggest one is actually like having a list of gratitude or accomplishments is like the easiest thing. And it sounds cheesy. It sounds really cliche. It's actually, I've heard that a million times. No, uh, it's my favorite. But I, but I don't put like actual, it's not usually like gratitude. It's usually like cool things that I felt accomplished about things. that you can read. Because one of the things with depression too, like if you're, if you are, if it is, you're kind of in it. You know, when you're you're kind of in those fields, um, you kind of just get this feeling like, oh, man, everything sucks and it always yeah. will. And I don't know if it's ever going to get better. Yeah. And then you kind of forget you kind of go into a, especially with migraines, like you go into a brain fog mm. and it's actually kind of hard to remember specific things. Ah. So I have a list of like cool things that I've accomplished. That sounds so dumb. Cool things that I feel like I've accomplished um, and things that make me happy. And then I like to print out pictures like old school Walgreens style, just print okay. out pictures yeah. and I kind of have them just around my house. Um, and they might even like no, things that you wouldn't normally frame, but I'm going to frame it because that's yeah. a moment that like when I, I know when I'm kind of in a bad spot, like I want to remember that. Yeah. And it just kind of brings it back. So I, I took this online class, like um, it's online through, I think Yale university, the happiness, no, the science of, well-being okay and so they they look at like how studies show like our happiness and well-being and one of them is photos so the class that you actually had to like no i audited oh okay i just audited this class decided for free like online yeah um so it's the science of well-being everybody should take it um it's kind of like showing you how like your self-care is not actually self-care like it's not actually helping you at all it's probably making you more sad um and that that was really interesting to me but taking pictures can like in your brain take you back to the feelings that you had at that moment. So especially when you're on trips, like something special or something special with family, um, you can look at this picture and your brain kind of has those same feelings. And so that's been one thing that's like super, super easy. You also like do this in your office because you don't have to tell anybody like, I'm sad. This is why I have all these photos. Um, But yeah, I like to keep a few things in my office too. So when I see it, I just kind of let myself feel like, oh, yeah, that's what joy feels like. Um, and that was one of the things that I liked. Just a reminder. Reminders. 
Okay. That yeah. makes sense. But it's like a, you know, it's like scientific too. It sounds cheesy, but. What are some of the things that when you said sell, uh, like certain self-help stuff really doesn't work? Like what type of examples? Mm-hmm. So self-care, um, the biggest one that I like to point out to people because I do this all the time. Um, so when you're in a bad spot and then you just decide to like veg out and watch TV, mm. it's actually making your brain more sad. Oh yeah. Like scientifically, like, oh. it, you know, it, Makes sense. it does, but it doesn't because it also feels like, Ooh, I need this thing. Um, or, Oh, I need to eat comfort food. And of course, like, it's like a band aid that doesn't stay on. Yeah. And usually comfort food, um, you know, is not healthy for our bodies, of oh, course. Yeah. And so it's just actually make it's like literally I had a whole making can of you Pringles more in one sad. sitting the other day. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Just I, know. I had I had like it was nothing. Flavor blast goldfish for dinner the other night. Oh. oh, it tasted so good, and then I felt like absolute trash the next day. Oh yeah. Like okay, I regret that. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, those are kind of the two things. Like or eating a bunch eating. of ice cream. Like just mm-hmm. yeah. And also like complaining. So mm. that was one that yeah. I know, like, there's a difference between productive conversation and, like, kind of venting. Just bitching. And then when you realize, like, okay, this is the second or third person I've talked to about this, or that ah, you made a phase, you've done that before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So have you. <laughs> no, shut up. Uh, we've all done. We've all I know, done. because we're both born on March 23rd, yep. so. <laughs> it's a March 23rd thing. It's an Aries thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, like, complaining and also, like, workplace complaining, and I know, like the workplace can be the hardest because they understand what you're going through on a daily basis. But these are also people that you're spending the bulk of your life with if you Mm -hmm. work 40 hours a week. So in person. Yeah. And so you kind of want to like, okay, these are my frustrations, but then also talk more about your joys or what's, what's good because otherwise you just get in this rut and then everybody's unhappy. And then everybody like, I was like, I was that, I was like that today. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, yeah. Complaining can be my mode of communication and that's just not healthy. So yeah, those are a few things that like were my biggest. But can I tell you an exercise that yeah, I love? Yeah. Okay. Is it meditation? No. Okay. Why do you hate meditation? No, I don't hate it. I'm just not good at it. I've tried, and I'm I want to continue to try it, but I'm not consistent. That's okay. the problem. That's why they call it a practice. Yep. Exactly. Um. So, Alberto Valaldo. I'm gonna say it wrong. I'm sure I said it wrong. Hundred percent. Um. I was reading his books because I'm also a shamanic practitioner. So when I was reading his book, I really loved how he talked about sacred cows. And these are the things that, like, they feel too sacred to question. So in the U.S., it used to be, I don't think anymore, um, like, whatever the president says goes. Like, you don't go against that. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Or, like, in Catholicism, like, whatever the Pope says, like, all right, that's the right thing. Oh, I know all about that. Right, right, because we're born on March 23rd, and we're both Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Or I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, Recovering, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, so those are kind of, like, the sacred cows. And so you, I made a, you make a list, and it's, like, when I, and you fill it out, and then you say, I will finally, and then you fill out that word. So for a lot of people, it's like when I lose 20 pounds, I'll finally wear that swimsuit. Or like when I, I don't know, when I, what do people, what do people like to do? What do, what do normal <laughs> people like to do? Uh, when I have a good job, like I'll finally be happy. That kind of thing. 
Yeah. So you're kind of like you make a list and you fill it out and you, it kind of just opens your eyes to like what you're holding back from um, in this moment. And then on the side, you kind of write down like, all right, so I'm actually going to take a hard look at that and see what part of that goal can I do today? So where the damn short term is kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah, be happy anyway, even if you haven't hit those goals. Um, and that's kind of my favorite one, especially for like depression or chronic illness, um, because you you're never going to reach the end of it. That's not a thing. Yeah. Like you're never going to find that perfect cure. So you have you're to never going to like graduate and move on and be like, oh, yeah, I'm good now. Oh, my God. A depression diploma. That'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, those are kind of like my. That's kind of how we look at addiction too. Uh being in recovery and, you know, being around other people who have been in recovery for a long time say that, like, you don't graduate from this. You're going to have to live with this your whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way you have to treat it because if you think I've – no, I've known some people that think, you know, I, you know, I'm good. I'm not – I just, you know, I don't – I'm not an I'm not an addict or I'm not an alcoholic and, you know, I just needed some time off or I needed to get better or whatever and then they get – then they start drinking again or start using whatever drug it was, and then they're right back where they started from. Yeah. It's scary. And uh, that's why I'm just like, ah. a lot of people have done the research for me, so I'm just like, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep <laughs> I'm just gonna keep not doing any of that. And No, I hear you. Like I don't I don't have an ad- addiction. Well, not to substances, but like I I'm not super happy about how like I love the comedy scene. Mm-hmm but I don't like being in it. It's not healthy for me. And so sometimes like, yeah, I like to go to mics and I like to hear everybody. And sometimes I like to tell jokes, but like it's not an environment that I think is, is great for me. Why is that? I no, I'm really curious. Well, one, like you're usually one of the only women. Ooh. And so it's a male led mindset. Yeah. And it, you yeah. kind of like, <laughs> I have, I have more boundaries than this. Like mental boundaries like uh, i don't like those jokes but i have to listen to them anyway yeah and like some some of that type of stuff but also like the drinking i know like it, it's at a bar i'm gonna have a drink but i struggle with like yeah but then i want to <laughs> and like yeah i really have to you know kind of put put my own self in my own place so set boundaries and limits yeah yep and that can be hard you know especially when you're like oh but this is Coming here was like my reward for getting through the work day. Now I'm gonna come here and enjoy myself. Yeah. You're like, yeah, but I can enjoy myself without drinking. That's yeah. that's a thing. It I is, think. I don't know. It is a thing. <laughs> this Trust me. Been rough, I am <laughs> I am proof that it is a thing. Some people think I'm like not that happy because I don't drink. It's funny because on stage I'm uh, like I'm kind of dry and I'm just like that's just like the way I that's just kind of the way I am on stage and it's just like. No, I'm really not that sad. I'm just pretty chill. Like, that's just the way I am. Uh, And one of the main reasons I don't drink is because I, or don't drink again, is because I'm afraid of who I'm going to become when I drink. And the person I was when I stopped drinking, I don't want to be like that. So I just don't want to risk it. Yep, I wouldn't. It just doesn't seem – well, it's not necessarily the person I was. Well, the person I was not wasn't just drinking. So right. um, I well, don't want to – It's why I'm also, like, really hesitant ever to take painkillers 
Mm, yeah. Because I was given, so yep. like before I was. I'm glad I never liked any, I was an upper person, but yeah. I love it. Give me, give me all of them. It's yeah. fine. Um, but no, I'm really like hesitant now because for a while for my neck pain, they were just giving me Vicodin. Mm. And they were like, never get adjusted by a chiropractor because like they were very um, strongly believed that like it was going to cause a stroke, which I've seen the studies on this. Like I'm very familiar with chiropractic practices and, and the, the chances are so small that it's ridiculous that they were giving me Vicodin every month for this issue. Like that just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I loved it. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't love Vicodin? Listen, uh, um, I don't know. I didn't like, I only took it one time and I didn't like it, but it was good for you. Good for you. It's good. It's good, it's good if you don't like stuff. Made me sick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And I have like a lot of, a lot of pain, like physically. So I love it. But now I just kind of suck it up. I get adjusted once a week and I take ibuprofen and that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I've been to a chiropractor one time, and uh, he couldn't do anything to adjust me because I was too tense the whole time. I was fighting him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just couldn't. He's like, do you know how to relax? I was like, not really. You're like, no, I'm an Aries. I was born on uh, March 23rd. <laughs> yeah, physically, I am always tense. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way I am. Um, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Um, he's like... But he's like, well, there's ways around this, and I, and then I never saw him again because, yeah. Because you ghosted him. I ghosted him. Look at you. Karma. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting ghosted. Oh man, I, I've only I've been ghosted in real life one time by a girl. That was interesting. In real life, what do you mean? Well, like not on a dating app. Like we had met in person, and like we didn't meet on a dating app. And um, one person just didn't get back to you after that. What do you mean? Only one. Like I do this all the time. You ghost people all the time. Who's not ghosting people? Look, sorry. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that another time. Uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Another- <laughs> It's so toxic. Uh, but yeah, I never said I was a healthy person. <laughs> okay, you didn't say it was a good thing to do, but yeah, it's an easy thing to do, of course. It's an easy thing. Yeah, but it's okay. So, like, part of I'll put it back on. Part of it is the migraines and depression. Like, I'll talk to somebody, but then I'll have like two days when I'm super sick and I just don't have the energy to talk to anyone. And by the time I go back and try to explain that, like, it just gets really weird. And then they think I'm lying. <laughs> and mm. like I'm like no I totally understand that that makes sense or somebody thinks I'm not talking enough and I'm like yeah it's because I'm you know in super pain and like don't care about anything right now because everything hurts so yeah. going back so like some of it is just ah oh, shit I ruined that one <laughs> yeah so that's not really a complete yeah it's a ghost because they have no idea what happened sometimes but yeah but do you like completely cut off communication like yeah what 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 do you not get about this it doesn't. It sounds like you try to explain it to them. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. And then other times you just. I'm like, well, I guess that's done. That was a fun two days. Yeah. Well, this was like months. Uh, so. Wait, you talked for months. Yeah, and got ghosted. Is she dead? <laughs> no. Are you sure? No, she's not dead. She's alive. Okay. That's I rude. think it was a month. Okay, I don't know if it was multiple months. That's re- look. I'm talking like. This was more than a few days, um, and. She eventually, um, she eventually apologized to me for it uh, years later. 
That's really nice. Yeah. I bet that felt good though. That no? to to get the apology. Yeah. That yeah that she realized that she yeah that what she did was wrong. I yeah, yeah it did it did because some people I there's some people I expect apologies from that I I know I will never get. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that one to ever happen. And uh, all right, so Colin's sacred cow. When I get an apology, I will finally feel better. And that's not true, Colin. You can feel better today. Oh, look at that. That's true. Well, the one I was talking, the one, I, the one I'm talking about that I will never get is, um, oh, I'm I, I've moved past that one <laughs> with my therapist, and um, it's just. Uh, I gotta understand, you know, one of the sayings that uh, I have. Ah, uh, one of the, it's one of the cheesiest sayings ever, but one of one of the things I've learned is, you know, hurt hurt people, hurt people. It's the most simple saying ever, but it's so true. It's and that's so true. Ex- and that's exactly what happened, and then I gotta chalk it up to that. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. No, it's true. I mean, yep, <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah, one. so it's like. I don't know why I recently saw that, like, not that long ago. I was like, how have I never heard this expression before, like, in my life? I used to actually make fun of all expressions and cheesy things like that because I was a pretty negative person for the most part uh, for a long time. And I used to, like, see those things and be like, these are so stupid. And people who would post, like, cheesy quotes and stuff like that. No, I'm that person. I'm like, what? who the hell am I? And I'm like, eh. You're in a healing phase, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a good mu- thing. Very much so. And uh, I have a lot of... That's the thing, is I know... That's one thing that keeps me going, is because I know that I'll never be, like, completely healed, you know? There's always something that I can be working on. That's that exhausting, ke- though. I actually it talk is. a lot about... It is, but... So, like, in my, in my shamanic practice, like, I actually talk a lot about, like... I'm just making okay. sure we're good. Okay. Are we? Is, have I talked too much? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I talk a lot of, in my shamanic practice. Like, um, oh, now I've lost my train of thought. I was talking about. Oh, oh, healing is not your purpose. Yeah. Living is your purpose. Living is my purpose. Healing, healing is a tool to get there. Yeah. But I think sometimes we become obsessed. I definitely do this with like the next thing. And I almost become, like, so busy self-improving. I'm like, I think I'm using that as a coping mechanism because I'm not really sitting with stuff. I'm kind of moving through it too fast or, like, getting into a new hobby too fast or, like, then I want to do this, then I want to do that. But it's actually just a way to, like, keep my brain busy so I'm not thinking about these other things. But, yeah, healing is not my purpose. That's one of my one of my mantras. So it's, like, okay to stop with the self-evaluation for a while. Yeah, yeah, I get too obsessive about it sometimes. Everybody does. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I should be doing this, or I should be this, and uh, all that stuff. And I'm getting better about it, and I'm trying to just... Because I have a lot of... Uh, and I do need to write more stuff down, like more positive things that I'm doing, and gratitude stuff, and... uh lot I've talked to a lot of people about you know the gratitude thing and gratitude lists and it's uh something I hear about a lot but yeah I have a lot of good things going I mean I'm after well it's gonna be 
probably not till like 7.30 or 8, I'm going to be on the radio. What? Yeah. Uh, Trevor hooked it up. Um, you know, have you met Trevor? No. Trevor Goodall? No. Uh, he's in the, um, at, uh, the new improv, uh, what's it called? Uh, Holy Smokes. Holy Smokes? Yeah. Okay. Holy Smokes. Yeah, Uh, I think I've met him then. It's, uh, I struggle with names. Yeah, I'm not good with names either. It took me a couple times (laughs) to meet him to remember his name. And, uh. Yeah, he is a radio host on iRock 93.5, mm-hmm. which is not a station I listen to, but because um, I listen to rap, I'm the white nerdy dude who loves rap. Um, but uh, yeah, he does a show where it's like pre-recorded, uh, and but it's going to air on Sunday. I don't know how it works. I'm going to talk to him about it because I'm very confused. I'm like, is this a podcast or what is this? Right. I'm very confused, but all right. I will, and it's mostly to promote the show, and he wants me to talk, and he said I can talk about basically, you know, plug whatever I want, because I talk about the podcast, and. That's exciting. Yeah, so. Put that on your accomplishments list. That is on the accomplishments (laughs) list, and my grandma texted me today, because I was in the newspaper for the comedy show tomorrow. Okay. Because they have been promoting the shit out of that, which they're doing great, I mean. Um, I've been tagged so many times on the, the on the show tomorrow um, at the Buffalo Community Center uh, that this show will probably not air before that, so I'm not going to go into that because um, I don't think I'll have enough time to edit it before that. Uh, That's all right. A cool thing happened. A cool thing happened. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. Uh, but yeah, I'm mainly going on the show timing wise we did it this time so i could promote the show i'm doing next month at stardust so mm-hmm. I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to that i want to prove that i can have a successful big comedy show where uh, people a lot of people show up because i've seen a lot of shows where it's like all it is is a bunch of other comedians and there's like five uh five people in the audience and i want to prove that I know how to be a good marketer, I guess you could say. Because that's what you went to school for, right? Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. I mainly specialized, and they didn't really have a lot of, they didn't have any classes for it yet because it was just starting to become more of a thing, but online marketing was, like, what I really, like, learned about the most and did a lot of on my own. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. I eventually want to be able to do it. Um, I'm trying to get into freelancing to do some do some website stuff because I've done that in the past and um, just for extra money because I like doing stuff like that and making websites look better and things like that and just do tweaking it. I don't code or anything, but I know how to use WordPress really well. Mm-hmm. So well, and I think that like that you know tying that back in though to what we were originally talking about mm-hmm. just doing stuff yeah like finding things you enjoy and just doing it just can help so much with depression or just keeping your eye on the ball like staying active yeah yeah and i'm actually and i was thinking about this on the way here i'm like just how much i i laugh at how much like you know i have changed and it's a good thing but i laugh about it too because i can find humor in almost anything at this point <laughs> And I was like, I'm actually looking forward to going to the gym later, which is 
something I would have never, I would have made fun of myself for saying, like the old me is making fun of me for saying that right now. But it's like something I'm very like, it's very like important to me and it's been very helpful for me in the last year that I've been going and I've been going pretty consistently. I haven't fallen off, Mm -hmm. which is awesome because I used to like, go for like a month or two and then just like never go again. And I even paid for gym memberships for years and then oh yeah. stupid. Most expensive t-shirt I ever bought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I didn't think I got a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. rude. <laughs> yeah. I should talk to, I should talk to Kim about that. Cause it was a uh, ultimate fitness and her Kim Martin, who I've had on the podcast, her husband owns ultimate fitness. But you guys owe me a t-shirt. Like Sarah got one. I mean, from a different place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about changing my membership, though. I've heard, because I've heard plenty of, I just had the really cheap one, because I was like, give me the cheap one and give me the one where I'm not committed to anything, because I don't know what's going to happen, because I know me. And now that I've actually done it for a year, I'm like, maybe I can actually change the cooler stuff. And like, cause I think they might have like a sauna or something, or I don't know. I know they have tanning beds. I don't care about that. Um, I think you might be able to get a massage though. That'd be nice. Um, from a person. I don't know. <laughs> I, Find that out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Get the details. Yeah. I'm going to get the details of that. Cause I, I've heard there's some perks, extra perks that I don't know about with my really cheap, cheap member like the bottom of the barrel membership where i just go for 45 minutes to an hour and i leave um yeah i'll have to look into that a little bit more but yeah going to the gym and working out has been huge for me and it was something i hated and i had this such a negative mentality about for so long and that stems back from when i was younger because i used to get made fun of when i went to the gym because i was i was very tiny and I did not get, I did not grow until I was like a junior in high school, senior. And I was really short and skinny. And I just did not have any muscle and I could not lift like any weights at all. And like girls were in the gym just like benching more than me. And like I was getting ripped on and I just hated it. So that Man. like has been in my head for so long. I was like, this place sucks. Yeah. And I got over that finally. It took me a long time. And I just like, I don't know. I I was like, yeah, people were like, oh, I get that, like all these endorphins and get like the and stuff. I'm like, yeah, like, I just feel like, I just feel terrible after every time I've gone. But I found the right like workout and the right routine for me that actually works. That was, that was key. And I started small. I'm not doing, I don't do a whole lot of stuff, but I do, I do enough. And it works for me, so. Yeah. Well, and I love evidence. So they're always saying, you know, what neurons fire together, wire together. So if it makes you feel good, it's going to make you feel good every time you go back. Because you're, because like I said, you're like looking at a photograph, you're going to experience those same feelings. It's that same thing. I've never felt that way about the gym, but good for you. I never did until recently, so it could change. No. No, I can't. I'm not disciplined enough for it. I need to work out where it doesn't feel like working out. So, okay, dance, horseback riding. I mean, I used to train horses. I'll do that kind of stuff, Um, and that's kind of how I always stay fit. But, yeah. 
But you know what works for you. That's good. Yeah, I hate the gym. My yeah. brain just like can't. I just get so bored. I get bored. I'm just done. Yeah. And like repeti- repetition. Ugh, I can't do it. Oh, I just throw on some. I just throw on some, some great rap music, and I just go. Yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> sounds awful. You're the, you're the dark side of March 23rd. I'm the dark side of March 23rd. <laughs> Who else yeah. do I know? Oh, my friend Sophie from college, March 23rd. I haven't talked to her in a long time. But uh, yeah, we used to be, we used to get really drunk on our birthdays in college. It was fun. That was before things went real, got real bad. <laughs> uh, well, we should probably let. Caleb, go home because uh, he probably, I don't know if he has anything after this, but he's got a baby. So <laughs> I feel bad. So I just give him a free pass to stuff? What? Well, and I also only pay them for an hour. So Okay, that's fair. Um, I was yeah. kidding. Babies are important. People are cool. Babies are important. People are cool. He's a cool baby. Um, he passed the vibe check, so. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't cry when I look at him. So. He didn't cry when I looked at him. So that was that was a plus. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I was. I have better success with dogs, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on and sharing your experience with us because it's important. Like people need to know, like you know, these things are possible, and it's possible to live with, you know, live with depression and live with anxiety and have, you know, healthy coping skills. Yeah, I know. It surprises me too. Yeah. Every time I choose a healthy thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is possible. That's cool. Yeah. Instead of, like, <laughs> what you maybe used to do or have done in the past, and you're like, oh. Yeah. I am learning. I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. Well, I appreciate it. And I, um, I'm i glad you were uh, comfortable enough to share your last name, even though I bur- butchered it the first time, so. I work. I'll work on it. That was rough for me. So you're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, people will appreciate that because I've had a couple people who are like, I don't want to give out my full name. I'm like, that kind of like the thing is about that is, um, people want to put, you know, a human behind the, especially if they're just listening, and not watching it. Mm-hmm. They want to put, uh, make sure that's a real person. I don't have just some robot in here. I'm a real human, guys. I'm a real person. Yes. I was going to say real boy, but that didn't make sense there. Um, Because that's from what, Peter Pan or something? Unless I'm dissociating, and then I'm not sure. Then you're just... (laughs) Am I human or not? Am I alive? Are we in an alternate reality? What's happening? Oh, man, that could be another episode. I know. (laughs) We'll get there. We got to stop. All right. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. If you're still listening, thank you for tuning in and make sure you subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Head to mdoverthinker.com for all the links. Thanks again for listening and take care of yourself.